All white people talk about when they get high is other times that they got high. <laughs> I can listen to that shit all night. Dude, remember Frank's last week? It's fucking smashed, man. <laughs> and catalogs everything they drink. Two shots of Jaeger. Tequila. Four bong hits, man. Beer. Cheeseburger. That shit is great. The only bad part is you cannot pass out around white people. Every time white dudes pass out around each other, they always do some borderline gay shit when the guy's asleep. Frank fell asleep, so we like stuck a carrot in his ass and put shaving cream on his balls. Like, why, motherfucker? Why would you do that to a friend of yours? He trusted you enough to sleep around you. You gonna put a carrot in his ass? Is that, is that nice? I tell you right now, if I put a carrot in a black dude's ass, a nigga will kill you when he wakes up for some shit like that. That is an automatic death sentence on the street. It's a rap for you. I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. I thought y'all was friends, baby. What happened? I fell asleep in his house, right? We was drinking, and I fell asleep in his house, and, and while I was sleeping, right? I'm just gonna kill that motherfucker, all right? That's all you need to know. Fuck carrots. Ahoy, tent pirates, plant parents, conscious consumers, and the morbidly curious. Welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. Come chat with our hosts, Captain Autoflower, the real green monster, and myself, Girl Go Grow. Grab a bouquet of your favorite flowers, apparatus of choice, and don't forget the fire while I tell you about the special companies that help keep this ship afloat. We are busy people and we demand the best for our plants. So all three of us automate our grows with Autopots. Available in over 63 countries, gravity-powered Autopot systems rely on no pumps, no timers, and no power to operate. This plant-driven automated watering is so precise, it will reduce consumption of feed while increasing yield. An effective and efficient way to delegate a little responsibility. Let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 at autopot-usa.com. If quality is the name of your game, look no further than AC Infinity. AC Infinity's grow tents, lights, accessories, and ventilation systems offer reliability and affordability along with total environmental control. Use code CULTIVATION on acinfinity.com to save even more. Frass Valley produces the highest quality superworm frass. Naturally strengthen your plants and enhance their resistance to pests and disease. Use code CC10 at FrassValley.com. We are big fans of Mass Hydroponics. Whether you're a local in Massachusetts or accessing their full online catalog, they are your one-stop shop for all of your growing needs. Use code CC10 at Mass-Hydro.com. 
What's going on, everybody out there in podcast land? How What's are you? Up? Hello, my darling. How about you, Cap? How are you? Welcome back. Oh, better than I deserve, brother. Better than I, I deserve. You. Just, uh, you know, trying to get through uh-huh. this time of year is tough. I mean, it's... Ugh, the, the winter doldrums. doldrums. Yes. Exactly. Terrible. Both those winters you suck. Got, you got what to look forward to. We got we got Valentine's Day coming up. We got oh, fuck St. That noise. Patty's Day. Fuck it's that noise, too. A bunch of bullshit holidays, right? Valentine's Day, I don't mind as much. I, I hate St. Patrick's Day. And I like hate Saint both Ohio. of them with a passion. <laughs> Amateur drinking holidays and all the fucking morons come out in full force and it just I don't know. I mean Valentine's Day is a fucking marketing holiday, you know? It's ridiculous. If you um, love somebody, show them every day. Yeah. For real? For real. It's, Valentine's yeah, Day with- is set up in a way that everybody is bound to be disappointed. If you're with somebody, <laughs> you have these grand expectations nobody ever lives up to. If you're not with somebody, you feel like this alone loser that's going to be like by yourself. It's terrible. It's a holiday designed to make you feel bad. Fuck that yeah. noise. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's a holiday to force you to live by society's standards, man. Yeah, yeah, then you got people feeling all that. lonely and shit because they don't have anybody. Uh-huh. Well, let's uh, let's drown ourselves in cannabis and forget about it. Forget I like about that it idea, all, guys. I like that idea. idea. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> Listen, I mean, the thing is, guys. No, I mean, if if you all feel, if you do feel like you're alone out there. We do have a Discord. That's like a 24-7 chat room. You can go in there, talk to some like-minded people. Get it's Valentine's help. Day every day. It's, it is. And we, we do send each other flowers from time to time in there and chocolate boxes and stuff. So, mm-hmm. guys, it, I'm just saying, it's, it's a resource for you. There's a ton of people in there chatting all the time, having fun, and, you know, just... Uh, yeah. Get on We'd in there. love for you to be our part of our community. Yeah, come on in. You're never alone when you're part of the crew. That's all I'm saying. What are you smoking tonight, sir? What What do you got to your lips there, monster? <laughs> that dildo? <laughs> smoking some pure Michigan live resin. Ooh. Delicious. Meaty? Yeah, it just, you know, you know me, man. I love that pure Michigan. You know, it's I'd say that more of my friends don't like it than do. But the ones that do really like it. Really like it, yeah. Everybody's just like for you a know, specific palette. Yeah, you know, and I just kinda like those rotten funky terps, you know. Um I enjoy it. Same dude. Same. Yeah. I, I think I, I we really have to arrange a little uh little like weed swap. Like like the the show uh, used to be called on on TV called Wife Swap. Yeah, we're gonna do Weed Swap. I love the Chappelle show fucking spoof on that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I remember that dude. Let it wash the taco south of the border. It was such a funny show. If you're if you're a less if you're like younger than twenty five and you haven't heard it haven't seen it like do yourself a favor go back and rewatch it all it was like three seasons of utter yeah, hilarity before definitely the, the first the first two correctness. are our priority the first the third one you know i could take it to leave it but it's still good yeah the first this first one and the second one you, you gotta watch that shit yep. man 
for sure. I could go on. I, we could have a whole show just talking about the Chappelle show. Honestly, I fucking we love could. that shit. We could, dude. Maybe one day we'll just like bring it up on YouTube and watch some reruns and just just chill yeah. and do like yeah. some side commentary. I'd be down for the youngins. Well, what yeah. about you, G three? What are you smoking? Um, so I have this. What is this called? Mango Sunset. It was sent to me from Frost Farmer. This stuff is from like 2000-something, early 2000-something bag seed. And he grew it out in his seriously mango, mango terps. But this is a crazy body high. I like pulled down an entire J in like the time our intro ran. So I'm like, wow, that is a lot of a new strain all at the same time. So I can hmm. feel my my heart beating in like my entire body right now. <laughs> That's nice. I love that. That's I don't it. know where this is going to take me, so I may or may not have like differing levels of attention span during the show. Let it take you where it takes you, G three. We'll we'll try to re reel you back in if we need to, but just don't what fight. It's it. fun so fight. far. I really like her. Now, isn't it interesting? I always find it fascinating that like the mango terpenes are sedative by and large they're supposed to be all that mercine you know supposed to be sedative oh it, it's i don't just, know but then there's mango smile and like this is a definite body high but i don't feel sedate at the moment yeah i do no. I, I think there's outliers of course like you can find like mango smile you know very yeah. high uh leaning sativa that's got strong mango terps what, what, when it's i like my when jam I first, that right there I, is my jam i yeah. first grew mango smile like i was actually a tester for that strain and i didn't find it to be a sativa effect at all it fucked me up yeah yeah really yeah like it really fucked me up and like sedate um, you like like body high kind of couch locky yeah like it just i don't know i just got really dumb and stupid and like the fucking weed <laughs> like um and everybody that smoked it said the same thing so i don't know if maybe things change once they started mass producing it i don't um, know i mean they say the mango smiles that are coming out now are different than the mango smiles that came out like yeah in their initial release i i think that but, the same could be said for just about all their strains mm -hmm. i mean that's the <laughs> auto flowers that's, you know that's that's the, a yeah. part of the game and they were fucking they hard huge <laughs> some of the biggest autos i've ever grown they were fucking monsters they yeah just those supermodel phenos yeah uh, sure if i could get that back again i would grow it i do have a couple of mango smile beans but i don't know if it's going to be the same and i don't want to be left disappointed um but it's I'm just gonna fuck. Don't think like you G3 can be says, disappointed. Fuck around and find out, right? Yeah, no, I, yeah. Think, I think if there's anything, if there's anything that they preserved over all else, it's those mango terps. You know what I mean? Right. See, uh, I love the reason that Mango Smile is like my baby is because she's the perfect combination of those beautiful mango terps, like slightly overripe mango terps to rotten mango terps and then you've got the super focus like she is some get shit done weed and she does not make me racy zero anxiety whatsoever yeah i enjoyed like the rotten funky like past his expiration date mango <laughs> smell like that's kind of what i got off of it and i enjoyed it a lot it was definitely good smoke for sure now I'm enjoying the last half of a, hold on. 
Ooh. <coughs> so this is <coughs> another Fino <coughs> of my local skunk from Dominion Seed Co. Uh, Duke Diamond. And this one's leaning a lot more orangey, but mm -hmm. super skunky at the same time. It just has this like orange juice underlying note, not a zest, but a juice. Um, and it's, it's fucking awesome, man. Like, I think this is the one out of, out of all the plants, not this, not this Fino in particular. I'm just saying this local skunk out of all these diesels and sours that I grew, this is the one that I, no matter what jar I pick up you now, look at, just look at the shape of this bud. It's like, it's like someone giving you the finger. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cool? Offensive. The natural so shape though. of the bud was just like foxtaily and shit. Like it's 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 just um when they're genetic, I think foxtails are beautiful. I really yeah. like them. It's when you don't want them that you're like, what the fuck? Now this this weed, like no matter what jar I pick up of this stuff, like I cannot stop smelling it. I can't. It's intoxicating is the only word that I have to describe the smell. Like, I mean it's infectious. It just, you, you smell it and you're like, I just, what the fuck is that? There's like a whole symphony of terps. You can't really, I mean, it's, it's skunky and it's funky and it's like almost nasty, but like in this, in this intoxicating way where it, it just is like nothing I've ever smelled. I can't stop smelling it. Super unique. And you just know when you get that, that pungency in your nose that it's going to affect you in in a very strong way too like they say the nose knows right you can always judge Absolutely. judge good weed by its smell i think and like when when if i were to if someone were to hand me weed that just that smelled like this i would you know i'd, I'd be like i'd put that shit right in my pocket and be like all right i'm I mean, I'm taking that if you don't mind, <laughs> or we'll enjoy it together on the spot. Cause you know, thank you very much. That looks delicious. And I think I'll enjoy that. Um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, a definitely a, a focusy <coughs> weed. Like G3 was saying about the mango smile, not a sedative strain gets me motivated. Honestly, gets me creative, gets me like wanting to engage with the world and that's that's a fucking that's a rare aspect of cannabis these yeah I, would days, say so. I find well it, it, it kind of coincides too with the way people are these days you know like i was just talking about this with a friend of mine you know like people were outside doing stuff more you know even 10 years ago 15 years ago um Dude, I think I, it's the weed, man. I, I really do. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, that Somewhat. could be one theory. But Listen, a lot of people but, just, you know, I, I think it's an entourage effect with is. the weed and, and, and everything video else. Video games. Like, and the, video games. Like, you just have everything you need at your fingertips. Like, people don't go to the movies much anymore. You know, like, you got I don't care. service, right? Yeah, like, we have everything we need at home, generally speaking. You, you know? don't go to the mall because you got Amazon. Yeah. You know, but it it's almost like, I don't know. I was trying to explain it on a, on a, a, a recent show. 
I do think that there is some like terpene or some effect of cannabis of years past that has been bred out of it, whether that was intentionally or not. Like, probably not. It was probably just people in a commercial facility looking for particular commercially viable traits, uh, traits like like an eight-week flower time, like, you know, a, a resistance to bud rot, even in, like, a super dense cola, uh, that type of thing. High THC percentage. Like, all these things that were, you know, the, the market selected for. I think in a lot of ways bred out a lot of the things that we loved about cannabis, like the terp profiles that were lesser known, that were more exotic, that just got you more fucked up or in a different way. <coughs> I really think there's something to it, man. I, I really do. So. I mean, so there are over 200 different identified cannabinoids in weed and you start pushing that thc you're gonna lose a lot of those 200 and you i mean we already know that the entourage effect is like it can be crazy you can get different highs based on how things interact with each other if you have way more of those together you're going to get a variety of effects and then everybody's system is different. So everybody experiences this slightly different, some very different. Well, what you say makes a lot of sense. Cause I mean, it's a sum of all its parts. There's only so much, like if you take, if you load more THC and you breed for that, there's going to be less of other things, whether it be certain cannabinoids or terpenes. It's, um, um they call it what is it, a zero sum game yeah right like it, it's we've mm -hmm. used this analogy before it's like when you're building like a video game character and you only have 10 points that you can select like five different categories and like you know you can either add all 10 points to like bag appeal which is what a lot of people did unfortunately or you know five points to thc percentage five points to bag appeal then you lose you know minor cannabinoids you lose terp profile you lose yeah i don't know what your fifth category is but it's like yeah you only have 10 points to work with you got to build a, a balanced character from those 10 points or the the best strain you can possibly think of but like yeah if you if you add it all into that one and look, everything in life is like from this. Others. And you could take anything. I mean, shit. Driving, all right? Like, if you're taking a corner, you're either going to fucking take it fast or actually be able to turn it tight because you're, you know, you're, you're going slow enough. Like, you lose steering on your car the faster you go. It's just, that's just a fact. Like, you can only go so fast without losing control. So, like, if... They're breeding for fucking THC, and that's dude. I see it all the time. That's the first thing people ask. Well, what's it? What's the test of that? It's like, man, really? Like, because <laughs> no, I've, I've said it before. I've smoked now. shit at like 16 percent that fucking oh, rocked me. That like get the, mm -hmm. that'll drop your dick in the dirt, sort of weed. Yeah, I know. I Balance know, in it, all things. It's those sub twenty percenters. I'm telling you, dude. Like those will fuck you up, mm -hmm. and like creep up on you and you'll be like listen i i, I was 
I was indulging in my skunk, okay? And like I perhaps overindulged today. And I had a dentist appointment earlier, okay? And I went to I went to the dentist after like a couple bong rips. At, was it at 2:30? <laughs> it was. No, it, it actually was 11:15, but I get the joke. <laughs> But dude, I was way too fucked up to be at the dentist. Like way too fucked up. I wasn't I wasn't that fucked up when I left the house. And I got to the dentist and like got into the dentist chair and I'm sitting there just like this I don't I, I don't want to be doing this right now. This no, I have made can, can, an error. What have I done? What have I done? And I, and they started doing like the, the the suction thing and the in the the sonic uh <laughs> Here's the thing, dude. Keep in mind, if if you're going in for anything like super painful when you're going to the dentist, don't go in stone because it raises your pain tolerance. And let your dentist know that you're a user, so that (laughs) they can adjust their anesthesia and analgesia to help you <laughs> so you're not sure. in there Listen, in we, pain we've talked before if you're doing like a surgery or anything definitely let them know you're a user because they have to adjust the dosage yes but i just i was in for a cleaning g3 and they were just and well, doing like the still i was just balancing like, all things i felt like i was abducted by aliens and fucking light shining you ever been called out and... though like you've ever been in a situation <laughs> like that and you've been called out for being high that happened to me no. last year when I was doing physical therapy at the fucking the I'm sitting there and she just she looked down, she looked up at me, she looked down, she's like, You're stone, aren't you? <laughs> and I'm like, Yes. Takes one to know one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's I, true. I think part of me would be slightly mortified in that situation. <sighs> I just Which isn't that sad? That's still the stigma right there. Takes yeah. One yeah. You know, it's weird you bring that up. Like, I've never been one to, like, I, I I guarantee you, I'm always the person that's more high than everyone else in any given situation, okay? But I don't like to advertise that fact. And in, in, in fact, I can function like everyone else, like on a normal level and just interact with people and go about life. I, I've been doing this my whole life. My whole adulthood, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, most people can't do that. Most people definitely can't do that. Keep their shit together? Definitely not, man. Definitely not. Amateurs. No, it's true. Like most people, when they get baked, like you, you know, you've all seen it. You work with people, right? Like they come in, you're like, dude, totally tell what you were just doing on lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've smelled like it at times. I, you know, yeah. I just can't help that. But like, it's one of those with me, it's like, a, it's like a takes one to no one situation. Like I said, it's, you, you really, I can hide it well. And I don't like to, like, I, I'm not like exactly proud of the fact that like I'm high all day, every yeah. day. Just, I got some good tips weird. for, for those know. of you who want to cover that shit up at work. First of all, don't smoke joints. That's like the worst. <laughs> you get the, you're, the finger resin. Yeah, like you're just, you're going to stink. Telltale. I mean, right. And uh, it's always your breath like that, that will give it away a lot of times. Um, so like breath mint, throw a pair of shades on if you can. Maybe some visine to help get the red out. Uh, for sure. 
you know. Captain that, menthol drops. <laughs> yeah. Menthol eye drops. Yeah. Absolutely. Just make sure you do those a couple minutes before you go in so you don't like fucking look like a weirdo. <laughs> See, we got we got Norma. What's up in the chat? Norma's been high in every job he's ever <laughs> ever done, he says. And yep. uh listen, I can pretty much say the same. Uh, same. Not only was I high at the job, but I went in high for the interview, most likely. So that was like how they got to know me. I've never been anything else but high to these people. You know what I mean? That's my 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 homeostasis for them. That's just normal state of being. You want to throw somebody off when they say hi to you? Just be like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, it's it. Like all, like I said, dude. Most times when people, if people do call you out, they're just jealous. They're not high. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's all yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, you let's... ever been like at at the line in store and somebody like, "Oh, you smell good." <laughs> like, uh, damn right I, I do. <laughs> damn right I smell my fingers too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I found G three mentioned that there were over two hundred types of terps. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids, but, but, sorry. But there are a whole bunch of terps as well. So it, they're discovering I, more all the time. I got a sure. wheel we can look at to kind of look at uh, the terp like the wheel. wheel of fortune? It kind of looks like that, yeah. yeah. This stuff is so cool. I'm such a nerd for this right now. So. What the fuck? This is our terp chart. And I know it's super hard to read. Because there's so much info on it. It does kind of look like... You know what it looks like? It's really easy to look up, though. You can just look up, like, terpene wheel and find the ones that have the actual names of the terpenes in them. And they're all very similar to this. You know what it looks like is... uh, You have that game when you were a kid called Simon. Yeah. Like, like red. It was like... You had to, like, push... Oh, yeah. I used to Yeah, you had to do it in order. Yep, yep. But if if it didn't say Simon Says or something, you'd get I don't know I don't know how it worked. No that 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 was the that was the Simon Says game like the physical game. That yeah, you, you're getting the two confused. <laughs> <laughs> I am you're right. This was before we had cell phones, guys. Before we oh, had yeah. cell phones, this there was like a a game I remember getting for Christmas. No, it was Simon was like the this. shit. I, I love that game. So. Man, look at all these terps, though, and they're organized into, like, the sweets and the, the earthies, the sours, and the spices as they come through as, like, taste-wise. But just looking at, you know, starting up in, like, the violet section, I'd say, you got, uh, I can't even, I don't even know what that one says. <laughs> Serenol? Does that sound right? Serenol? We got linanol, farnesol, beta osamine, cymine, alpha terpene, alpha pinene, beta pinene, camphene, nerolidol. This sounds like this sounds like I'm reading a fucking like a pharmaceutical ad. Yeah. <laughs> Nerolidol. Yeah. It sounds like something they'd come out with for uh, yeah. like may in cause, rare cases may death cause may occur. Death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nerodinol definitely causes sudden death yeah. in some some patients. But 
Yeah, man. Look at all these Terps, like most of which I haven't even heard of or no. can pronounce. But like you got your limonene, your beta mercine, your beta caryophylline. Holy shit, right? And these are just the ones we've discovered and identified. So like, mm -hmm. again, like the entourage effect is real, guys. It certainly is. It certainly is. And me and Cap were talking before show, uh, right before G3 popped in, and talking about like aromatherapy, how these terpenes, you get some sort of benefit from it. What we, what I don't know, but you like, you do every time you crack open that jar or that bag or whatever, and you stick your nose in there, and that brings you pleasure. It's because of the terpenes. I mean, look, we people have been using aromatherapy for fucking centuries, and um, it only makes sense, right? It does. It does. Mm -hmm. I mean, good smells are just like they transport you to like a happy place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Smell is one of those. It's a very unique sense is in that, like they say, it's most, most tied to memory. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of like it, it, you can smell something in like an emotion. You can feel an emotion like right away. Well, that, and I can like remember smells. Like yeah. I can think, I can think of coffee and I can smell it right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, it, it's special, man. And that's why if your fucking weed doesn't have any terps, cause you, you know, generally speaking, probably dried it wrong. Nobody's going to want to fucking smoke it or, you know what I mean? Uh, right, it's like man. eating a steak with a cold. You're going to miss half the experience. Oh. It's the worst. It's so annoying eating with a cold. Yeah, I can't taste like, anything. <laughs> you blow your nose just to get like a half <laughs> second of taste, and it's all gone. Just a little bit. That's all you need sometimes. Right? But even on this wheel, they have like, you know, the different effects you get from the terpenes. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, think of it. Like, I think it's linalool is very, is a terpene that's commonly found in lavender. What's lavender do? It's very calming. Okay, well, is that a chemical effect of the essential oil in itself? Like, yeah, no, that's interesting. These like, definitely have different effects on the body. You're right. Like linalool is this blue, this blue mm -hmm. right up here in the upper right quadrant. And the effects are listed as calming, sedative, stress relief some like scents you might get or like rosewood or magnolia honeysuckle or yeah even lavender mm -hmm. um yeah super interesting and like what we were talking about earlier the the um the mangoes and and what would you i'd say that's like that's a very common terp profile isn't that the mercine mm -hmm. it is so yeah so the, i guess i think the four most common are I think we mentioned this before, but myrcene, pinene, um, limonene, limonene. I can never say that one correctly. No, so hard I mean, to and beta carophylline. Those are not All in right. order. I believe because I believe beta carophylline is the second most. But anyway, okay, okay. Those are so the most common. The the mang. It says right here. This is the orange quadrant right here under the sour part, and it's beta myrcene, and that's calming mm -hmm. sedative and stress relief again but you got mangoes hops and parsley 
Mm-hmm. Well, that so, kind of goes back to what I was saying, like the effect I got from the Mago Smile. Yeah, more but, calming, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm sure I could find on here too, like a a thing that says, you know, energizing and focus. But yep, that's more yeah. like in the in the lemon section of yeah, right here, focus lemon. Yeah, so if you're getting lemon, you're probably having more limonene. Yeah, mixed in with the myrcene stuff. Like it's it's just interesting the way you can kind of shape these these plants and right. what they contain. And if you find something that you really like, I found that I really like mangoes. So I tend to like those myrcene profiles. Um so if I find a strain that happens to be really high in myrcene, depending on if it's super sedative or soup or not, you know, I might really like it. So it gets my attention if I yeah, see high yeah. levels of myrcene on something. Um, so it's just a way that you can kind of cater to your own tastes. Well, it, it's kind of sad that like when you go to the dispensary, 99% of them are giving you terp reports on the weed. A lot of them do now. Yeah, it is becoming more. It's getting better. It's getting better. So in PA, that was one of the things that like when I went to the dispensary the first time, that was one of the things I thought was very impressive about what we do in our state. All the terps are listed. Like Mm -hmm. it's all tested and and like the cannabinoids are listed in in order, like an ingredients list, you know, an order of appearance. You got like the most dominant to the least dominant and you you can if you understand this this terp wheel you can go in there and and be like these are the effects that i'm looking for you can know your terpenes and and shop based on that basically it's or if you don't that's what bud tenders are supposed to be trained (laughs) for literally that's their job (laughs) they should just do their job so uh, use them as a resource. This is the stuff that they're supposed to know, right? You know, like they're trained in this. Bro, you got to try that $70 cookies eighth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one I'd go for, brah. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure there's great bud tenders out there. My point is do your own research. Know mm-hmm. your own terpene preferences. Be your own advocate. <laughs> exactly. I don't go to the dispensary often, but one of my favorite things to do when I go to said dispensary is just observe. Like, I'll stand back and I just watch and I listen. And uh, 99% of people are going up just asking what the highest THC percentage is. And you can almost see the bud tenders just fucking roll their eyes. As they get asked, this they're question. like, "Well, actually, have you heard about the?" And and they get cut off right away. Like, oh, sure yeah, I'll do. take that. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah. That wedding cake that has a thirty percent THC. It's gotta thanks. be frustrating. Yeah, it is, <laughs> and it's frustrating to me too. And I don't even fucking work there. Um, <laughs> I just want to like, like grab them and shake them. Like you fucking idiot. Like you, you could get so much more out of this plant. If it's you try something other, good man. <laughs> other than the highest THC percentage yeah. they're offering, I mean, come on, I'll man. I understand one day, man. Come I think on, it, man. Takes, it takes, uh, you got to be cultured in this scene, man. It does. You don't just come in right away and understand things like the entourage effect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you got to, that takes, that takes a little bit of 
you got to be a mature smoker. Yeah, you're right. I guess at the end of the day, like most people see it as, you know, the most bang for their buck, right? Like, and but if I what if I told you that the most bang for your buck came from the sub twenty percenters? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) like real sour diesel, it, it usually doesn't have a high THC percentage. But I promise you, if you fucking smoke that shit, your fucking dick is gonna be in the dirt, and you're gonna be mm-hmm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to get a like terp report of of this skunk stuff, man. I guarantee you, there's some real. I don't know about it in PA, but up here you can get a test done for I think for like fifty or sixty bucks. That it'll give mm-hmm. you a terp. I think there wow. is. You can yeah. in in PA. Huh? Maybe I'll look into I think that. There's cause... a lab somewhere i don't know that it's cost effective but there is one i just wonder what the legalities of it um because i know in pa like you're not allowed to how about i just give you guys some samples and but i believe like it's set up so people can have their whatever bud they purchased tested Mm -hmm. so interesting yeah i would look into it put the bud that i grew in like one of my old dispensary jars how about that there you well, go. Then it's legal. There you go. Um, yeah, right. Um, no one will know. No one will know. Uh, you know what's funny, though, is I had I knew somebody that got in trouble because they had a jar that their friend gave them from a dispensary. Because you're not supposed to, like... No, yeah, it has, like, their names on it and shit. You're just not supposed to, like, you know... At first, it's funny, when the mass dispensaries first opened, because there wasn't many of them, there was a certain class of people that would go around to like dispensary to dispensary to dispensary to dispensary and just buy a bunch of shit and then resell it. And I don't know. I want to meet the suckers they were selling it to because the prices were ridiculous here. When when dispensaries first opened up, they were like 60 bucks an eighth. Yeah. How are you selling? And it was 60 and eighth all the way up. There was no like discount for buying mm. a zip. So like, how are they making money <laughs> while, while paying those prices? I want to meet the suckers they were selling yeah, right? to. Uh, <laughs> now, it, 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 that, that's all within a couple, that was like two or three years ago, like when you started seeing, like, I mean, dispensaries have been around longer than that, but like when they started like coming in like gangbusters, we're talking like three, four years ago, okay? Maybe let's just say five. Now it's like, there's places that you can get like ounces of flour for like a hundred dollars. That's and, not and, half bad too. And sometimes even less. And this is the argument that I get from people when I say, dude, why don't you grow your own? He's like, man, I tried, you know, and I just go to fucking X and I just grab my shit. And it's it's actually cheaper because I couldn't do it right. You know, so it's like, you know, we I get that, too. I mean, I I understand it. Listen, we've talked about it. I work at a at a brewery. Okay, I I like Mm -hmm. to drink beer. Okay, do Mm -hmm. I brew my own beer? No, I do not. Why? Because I'm not good at it. I tried and I failed miserably. Like, I did a lot of research. I tried really hard. I invested in a bunch of equipment and I got a yeast infection. Oh, so you don't want to know how I failed brewing there? <laughs> Bottles were blowing up in the garage. Yeah, that, it was that's terrible. what happened to me. I was yeah, blowing that's... shit up, dude. <laughs> and fucking, that was it. One time, never did it again. Dude, yeah. Like, so it's, and it's like, why? Go through the trouble of the aggravation, the work, the effort. If you don't like love the process, you, you don't have like, to have the passion. Yeah, I mean it, that's that's what drives us. 
like I, really? for the in the beer, I'm just like I just like to drink a beer and like that's it. Like, and but, that's the know. same argument I get from people. I just want to smoke a joint, man. You know, like fucking. So I, I guess I get it. You kind I, of put I it totally. It is. So we just we just need to absolutely require the best from our dispensaries. Yeah. If that's going to be how most people access their medicine, we just have to require them to be the best they can or be. Or open well, up the market to like caregivers or some some type of like just make it fucking home like like beer, like home brewed beer. You can bring your the beer that you brewed any fucking place and like sell it or yeah, give it's it out prohibition. To people. You know, it matter. it's gonna it's gonna take a pro it, there's there's gonna yeah. be a process. Yeah, you don't yeah, just swing one from one side to the other. It'll happen. You know, you've got to take the steps on the way. It'll happen. But um, mm -hmm. so G three, you mentioned before the show, you had some interesting shit going on in your garden. Oh, yes. I was like, what are you talking about? I have no memory of this. Some very interesting <laughs> shit. Some good ass way. I want you to talk about what's going on in your garden. Mama's here. Oh, what's up, Mama? Hi, beautiful. <laughs> um, yes. So As I do have woman a woman crush. Woman oh crush. Oh, she so is. Mm -hmm. How are the mushrooms doing? Good? <gasps> so good. Yeah, I'm actually. Mine was like a solid cake, and I messaged her, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? It's not fully colonized. And she's like, shake the shit out of that jar. <laughs> so I did. And the next day, it was completely colonized. They're ready for the monotub, like, now. They need to go in tonight after the show. So, happy. Nice. Um, yeah, so the mushroom girl along is really fun so far. She's absolutely brilliant. Um, the whole process has been amazing and really accessible and user-friendly. I think everybody's been happy with it. Good. Um, Good so yes, hear. other than my beautiful colonized mushroom jar, <laughs> I have a super fun Mandela effect from Night Owl. And she is showing signs of fasciation. All right, wait, there's, wait, fas fasciation. Okay, fasciation. there's a lot to unpack there. First, first thing I want to mention is the mandela effect do you know what that is by the way i do like okay worldwide hallucination basically Wh was it it's or was people it not? changing it's history changing kind of people a group of people remembering something that supposedly didn't actually happen is what the mandela i'll, I'll die on this hill there was a movie with sinbad that was a yes yes absolutely yes. there was yes and it there was also called was. the berenstein bears right yes Not the berenstein Stain. Bears, no right it was no, always we all remember bears. this okay listen i have a theory honestly my theory is that this is like some sort of psyop to 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 determine there to what extent they can delete history theory. like this shit happened we all remember it like we th and they're starting with this little like minute shit that you're just like like people the will think of the loom cornucopia yeah, yeah there was a fucking cornucopia in that picture like and yeah like there was I'll a woman who on... found it she found proof like one of her old shirts she found a shirt that had the fruit of the loom cornucopia <laughs> oh, on it i definitely remember that hundred thousand percent and like yeah but like... they went to like the it was after but, her shrink told her to just like drop no just just mm -hmm. drop it just drop it like no it's not worth it <laughs> i don't know this is like seriously tin hat category here but fasciation 
Wait, wait, wait. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Mandela effect. Mandela effect is a fucking psyop, okay? This shit, we we all remember it, guys. Like, die on these hills is what my my point is. You might think it's minute. It's not. It's not. Okay? Nope. Like, we we all remember it. Like, no. There's a cornucopia, Berenstein Bears, etc. This is a cannabis show, so I don't want to go too deep into it. But, like, what is the motive behind... Like trying to tell us all that these things didn't exist when I know for a fucking fact they did. It's like I said, it's, it's to it's see a, how how far they see how can far push. they can they can like tell Convince. you that like gaslight you basically. Yeah. yeah, like these things that you remember didn't happen. Like no, you're just crazy. They didn't happen. No, just stop thinking about it. Drop it. Like it's a f- fuck. Yeah. Don't. Don't get me started. You've gotten me started. <laughs> See what happens when you get me started? So anyway, G3. Yes. Fasciation, right? Fasciation. Has Not nothing to do with fas- railroads. Fascis- fascism. Yeah. Or, <laughs> nothing yeah. to do with controlling railroads. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> nothing to do with talking. like, like um, <laughs> I don't want to do that. The fucking Roman salutes and Mussolini and all that stuff. That's not fasciation. Okay. No. I'm going to bring up a website because this is super mm-hmm. interesting. It is. This is my second plant with fasciation too. So I'm, I feel very blessed. Mother Nature likes me I've a lot. She gives me the fun ladies. In person experience. Look at that. That's, I've seen that before. So that's fas- fasciation. It's a very hard mm-hmm. thing to say. And sometimes it's common in some species of plants, like crested cactuses are a form of fasciation. But in cannabis, it's somewhat rare. They say that it can be caused by genetics, and sometimes it can be caused by a wound or a virus. But anyway, something goes wonky with their DNA, I guess. Would okay. it be possible to pull up an image of a cannabis plant expressing this? Yeah, use? yeah, I will try. Hold on. This is a really good summary of it, though. It says, you may have seen it on the odd flower or plant here and there, or you may be intentionally growing plants that show this unique and uncommon phenomenon. Fasciation, not fascination. Oh, God. So we have a, a fascination with fasciation and fascism. Yes, fasc- sir, fasc- we do. Fascism. <laughs> so, <laughs> not fascism. Not, not fascism. Wait, we got a fasciation, fascination with fasciation, not fascism. Yes. Show title. Boom. <laughs> Though it is certainly pretty fascinating. Okay. Is a malformation or abnormal pattern of growth in the apical meristem. That's the growing tip of plants. Just a tip. The apical meristem is undifferentiated tissue that triggers the growth of new cells, which extends roots and and shoots and gives rise to stems, leaves, and reproductive structures. In the case of fasciation, this new growth is abnormal and often appears as flattening, ribboning, swelling, fusion, or elongation of plant parts. Yeah, and you can see that, especially on cannabis stems, the stems get really thick and kind of ridgy and flat. So I could tell on this, I was like, this ain't growing, right? And then I started seeing this like super thick, flat, dense stem, and I was like, oh, we got some fasciation going on. So I saw this once before on one other of my plants. It was just one branch ended in a bud that was like long, like that daisy right there. 
Um, it's super cool. Unfortunately, fasciated buds are not known to be super potent or particularly good in quality. They're just really interesting. Ah, really? That thing looks mm -hmm. like it should talk. I know, right? I think like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> the, me. The I am different than the rest. Oh my god, it's just a mouth. <laughs> I know. I think I feel like it has like a Barry White voice, like "Hey, yeah. baby." <laughs> Somebody needs to take that and put some eyes on it. It's a couple of eyes right there, you know. <clears throat> Wait, so I need to bring up the bud with fasciation. Hold on, I'm going to stop sharing the screen real quick. Yeah, there's some yeah, pretty that's super good weird, pictures G3. of cannabis fasciation. I'd have you go to my Instagram, but it's all the way back. And honestly, it's there are way better pictures out there. But it's pretty neat stuff. Yeah, it is. It's going it's, all wonky. It's oh my wild. God. Yeah, I've totally seen these types of things before. Okay. Uh, we'll just bring up my Google search results page. Boom. Like, this is the thing that I, I think I've seen more than oh, any, okay. like that. Yeah. I've seen that, but not like on a person on one of my personal plants. I've seen it like people post about it. It's yeah. always wild, wild looking. Mm -hmm. Right? Like th this. Yeah, they look thing. crazy. Their suit, they have a lot so of like leaf to calyx ratio it's just super neat that is neat but like not exactly what you want to see for like homegrown purposes i guess do I they know, have a good picture just... of one of the stems it looks like a little caterpillar you know what i mean yeah kind of like the them. stems I yeah pretty. so like this. the stems are really neat yeah see so how it's the, you can oh. tell that the um, surface itself is very ridgy. You see, there's like peaks and valleys in it, where generally yeah. your stem is kind of smooth and it's flat. If you could see the side of that, it's probably a fraction of the depth of that width. Wow. Yeah, that's really, really weird. That's, what's that fourth <laughs> picture there? Can you click that one? I want to see if that stem is a good this picture. One? I, the stems are just so really neat. Yeah, perfect. Look at that. That's crazy. Huh. It is. I, I've seen, I've had stems like that before, but they didn't show traits like those buds did. Sometimes it, it might just be a little bit like mine kind of just looked like a double bud almost. It hmm. was just longer. If I wasn't really paying attention, I might have missed it. So um, is this genetics or environment or stress? Yes. It's gotta be genetics. Yes. It's, it, it's either genetics or something goes wonky with a virus or something. And when they're very young with a wound i don't know there's that's wild looking. You, you read yeah. different things and people are kind of like mm. oh so look this this is harvested bud from a, a fasciated plant i guess is what that looks like to me right it's i like think that brain. would be a cactus right, was it, was it? <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> stop sharing that that's really really fucking cool g3 i mean i hope i hope you grow it just to see what happens oh of like, course i'm gonna you know. am i what a milestone well, i'm gonna do with it i don't know not gonna, you've been known to, 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 to snuff some plants oh yes he's not gonna snuff nothing 
<laughs> but if you do, make sure you make a snuff film. <laughs> Absolutely. I would never, ever, ever kill it. Yeah, she's going to be fun to watch. It's, it's an exciting, yeah. exciting run. And they're all on Autopots that, like, just do your thing, girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're great. They're blowing up. Yeah, I'm um, almost at the turn on the autopot phase of my yeah. of my grow. Very exciting, indeed. Close to freedom. The shackles are almost off. <laughs> almost, but in in all fairness, like to, when you have them in the the plastic autopots to start, they stay nice and mo- like you don't have to do shit if if you get the soil wet and then put a, a mulch layer on top, like. Those tiny plants aren't going to suck up that much moisture. So, like, you don't... Mm-hmm. I water them twice, maybe, in three weeks. And then I turn on the autopots. That's my favorite... One of my favorite parts of the grow, when you first turn on those autopots and you watch the trays flood. Yeah. And it's like, you look at each one, it's like, yep, that one's filling. That one's filling. That one's <laughs> like, I don't happy know. I girls, it. Happy girls. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it really is fun. You know, I, it's, you feel like the, like the, the floodwaters have been released, you know, like you're, I don't know. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Like you're right. You're right. It's liberating. It is. Yeah. You know, Open you can bar. <laughs> that, Go have fun girls. The, uh, it's, it's the free refills part of like the open. I like so I, I guess I like to think of the soil as like the, all you can eat buffet. But what's an all-you-can-eat mm-hmm. buffet without free refills, right? Yeah, eat your auto pots. Yeah, or whatever sip container, automated watering yeah. system. You, you know, that's where they get you the drinks. Like you got to pay for them drinks. <laughs> they do. They do. It's all one and the same to the plants. Like like the, the you know the water is what facilitates the uptake of the food. It's, so it's it's all part of the same. Can't think of it as. The it's plant drinking and then eating. It does mm-hmm. one as part of the same process, but like, yeah. Anyway, I'm 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 right there. You know, um, four, 14 days into into a grow of two autos, and like I'm I'm loving it again. I, it's like they're right at the point where they're about to blow up, and I'm ready. I am so ready for it. So. I don't think yeah, I've this stunned is the them fun yet. Part. Past quite seedlings, yet. you know. Once the autopots take over, it's like cruise control, really. They can kind of handle most things at that point. They can. They can. So here's an interesting uh, part of the grow that I don't think most people talk about. Like, you ever notice, it's right around, like, where I'm at, day 14, day 15, where, like, what was once like this delicate little kind of fuzzy baby stem okay turns into like it it like breaks through from the inside and it turns into more what looks like like a rigid like woody type of a stem do you know what i mean by that <laughs> mm-hmm. and you can almost yep. see like the it looks like a molten skin of yeah. the baby yeah, kind of like peels off yeah mm-hmm. that's and like it's it's that that signals to me that your your plants hitting adolescence like acne <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of it's like it's it's keats quinceanera <laughs> you might get some pimples but yeah you're 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 kind of yeah no it's you could go on but it's it's an interesting like 
I'll take some pictures after the show. I mean, I, I don't think people talk about this very much. Like, what's what's actually going on there? Like, why do you get, like, a stem that seemingly grows out from the inside of the other stem? I never understood that. That's interesting. Uh, I, have, just, I, I, don't know. I have no idea. Uh, it's like, that I don't, is a I guess fascinating why question. Is not, the, not the best question question for it it's just like i don't know what's you going on there that? or like yeah what, what, what what's the happening <laughs> it's exactly this thing why does it do that exactly like I'm why does it be out. like that why be I'll like report that back i don't know just captain's observations take them or leave them <laughs> my, my plant busted out of its baby stem today i need to write oh. this down so i don't forget it <laughs> The molten skin of the baby stem, baby stem skin remains <laughs> on, on, on the the stem of my plant. Now it's it's a very strange looking sight, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like at that point your plant. I mean, is it's got to be a defense thing, right? Because <sighs> those soft little baby stems are so delicate they can be eaten in no time. For sure, so, I, I it has to be based on defense like evolutionarily for the plant but like for me ultimately it just means the plant's ready to do whatever like you want to do to it if you're a guy who likes to do lst to your autos like that's when you should you should wait till that point i think you know wait till mm -hmm. wait till your plant busts out its baby stem if, if you want to feed it's it it's a good idea if you're in your tent whenever you're in your tent and they're at that period of their life when their stems are super bendy it's a good idea to put your plants through some daily yoga just like <laughs> bend them down manually not too hard you don't want to like split next to the main stem but like just gently pull them down to keep them used to like it does help to like help them spread out weight. instead of having them just go straight up so like just pull down some of the stems and just hold them a little bit yoga it's good for I them i like it could you ever do like goat plant yoga i hear, like, think it might yoga? be dangerous that might be like a hot plant chicken grain boat situation <laughs> so like you can't leave the goat with the plants can't do yoga can a plant <laughs> do a downward facing dog uh, I mean, I guess depending on how you train it, sure. I'd like to see that, I guess, or the or the child's pose. Like, uh, Go check out the bonsais over on Alabrihe's Discord. I bet they can do yeah. a downward facing dog. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, that's that's right where I'm at. Those are the only two plants that I have going right now. It's it's kind of nice, in all honesty, to be downsized. Mm -hmm. and, and have like well you just cut down a forest yeah so. yeah yeah yeah. and and i'm done trimming by the way done trimming congrats thank you thank you yeah I, that went faster than i expected it to trimming uh, sucks so fucking bad <laughs> it does. it's the worst i don't mind but it, I, can, I mean I, I bitch about it when i'm in it but i don't mind it so bad. i can report what i was i was concerned because you know i'm a lazy trimmer i didn't want to get around to it I kept my plants in the tubs, right? We we hang them in a tent. We 
exchange the air in the tent for two weeks. Less than that, 12 days. We then move the plants into a tub, which is like a smaller volume of air that's able to then like saturate or fill up, kind of come to a equilibrium with the moisture in the plants, okay? I'm telling you right now, like I was, I was a little worried. I left them in there too long. They're going to be dry. They're going to be like brittle. They're going to be, you know, dust when I grind them up. They're not at all. They're, they're dank as hell. Like they're fucking sticky, greasy. Like they're like, everything has been retained the way I thought it would. And I didn't even keep the tubs in like a grow tent that was at 60, 60. By the way, I did keep them in my basement, but I wasn't like actively humidifying that Mm -hmm. environment or anything like that. They were just in the tubs and it it all worked out great. Yeah, it just goes to show you, you know, that like when you're keeping buds on the vine per se, you know, um, I think that was one of the keys for sure. It slows down a lot. Like if you had chopped, if you had like, Debucked that and threw it into a tote. I think it would be a different story. That's a a great uh, addition to the point I was making for sure. All, yeah, all the more reason why you should be wet. Not you shouldn't be wet trimming. Uh, not you. I'm saying like people <laughs> in general. Um, wet trimming's no bueno. Yeah, and 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 people. Uh, People try to speed dry shit too, or they don't take enough care into the dry. When you when you do a nice slow dry like that, you throw it into a tote, you know, where before it's turned to a crisp. There's so much still internal moisture still in there, and it's just kind of like all coming out very slowly. So yeah, I dig it. It just started the cure process like a little bit early in mm-hmm. the tote itself. At least I feel like that's how it works for me. And I leave all the leaves. I mean, maybe I take off a couple of the bigger fan leaves, but like, you know, a whole plant in a tote. And you can be as lazy as you want, I think. Maybe there's like a couple, you know, there's got to be a limit at a certain oh, yeah, point. There's yeah, got to be a limit. But like, I, I, I harvested these things over six, seven weeks ago. They've been in there the whole time. So nice. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I think so. In the system. It is, man. It, you know, trimming is such an art that, like, I think there's way more to it than just the 60 60 method. You know, we can, we can say, like, that's your first step in the process. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because if you leave it there indefinitely, it's it's never going to dry. You have to adjust at some point. For usually the last day or so, I'll yeah. turn the temp up a little bit, turn the humidity down up, a little bit, drop the humidity some, yeah. and then I at least transfer it to the tote. Um, here, I got a good question: Is there any liner in the totes? Um, for me, I just use parchment paper. Same stuff you would use if you were just at the bottom the weed. At the bottom, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I like to clean the Do you the fold tote. it up the sides at all? I A little bit, yeah, a little bit. But I like to, um, I mean, you're, you're trying to not to let the 
the plants like touch the sides so much. They just get laid on top of each other. I'll, I'll lay a whole plant, kind of cut it up. I will cut it branch by branch. You know what I mean? Like a, a whole branch, I'll lay it down, then a whole branch, another whole branch, until the whole plant is facing that same way on top of the parchment paper. Then I put another piece of parchment paper on top of that plant, and I'll lay another plant on top branch by branch facing the opposite direction. Do you find that you can collect a key from that, or do you get too much vegetative material at the bottom? No. Yeah, no, it, it really, like, when you're leaving the leaves on the buds, too, like, I haven't haven't trimmed anything, I haven't debucked anything, it protects it protects the, the buds. Like, yeah, you're hanging them upside down, and all, all the leaves get, like, dried on top of and over your buds. So it's just like, it's like a banana peel, you know? Plus, when it back. stays that moist, you're not going to get too much key falling off. True. True. It is, I mean, yeah, if you want like a more sandy kind of, really, it that depends on the plants too. Genetics can determine sandy or greasy, you know, uh, what do they call them? Uh, trichomes. Trichomes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, those are the two you, know, you either get a greasy one or a sandy one like we've said that the sandy ones are great for pressing not so great in my experience for grinding and smoking for no other reason than like the trichomes fall the fuck off and clog up your grinder like a, a motherfucker they do. Okay. It's terrible. You have to, and like they, your grinder won't even turn at a certain point if you have those sandy, sandy terps, sandy trichomes. For, for me, like I'm a flower smoker. You know, I, I kind of prefer the greasy ones. You know, that's what I think does best in, in a flower form. Mm. So, no, it makes sense. I mean, I, I like them both. I like growing the greasy ones better because I just like touching them. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that greasy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she dirty. But yeah, I mean, it's to each their own. But like, yeah, um, yeah I just, that was, I was, I was cleaning my grinder like every other day with uh, my last harvest. It was all sandy terps, man. All sandy trichomes. So. I feel like you lose a lot of things that like it almost requires you to add Keith back on when you're losing so <laughs> much when you're grinding. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the reasons I ripped like, Keith's screen out of all my grinders. I'm really starting to convince myself to go to a one stage grinder. I just like I like why would I, I want to take away my Keith? The way to go, G three. Just why just rip like, that shit right out? And, and why it's like, not want to? taste and experience the best part of the weed that i've grown i want to experience all of the weed that i've grown not just yes this part and then save the best part for later no it just and it's it's, it's making less and less sense to me if you yeah, want plus it makes for flower. like a nice yeah. deep like well too like this diamond grind look how deep this shit is without the the screen I could grind like a fucking. So you just take that layer out and then just reconnect yeah. them. So instead of a three stage, it's just. Yep. Because okay. if you just take if you just take the screen stage out, 
your grinder becomes much shorter and you right. get less torque that way and it's harder uh -huh. to turn it hmm. so I, I just pop the screens out like in the diamond grind it actually like i think it unscrews um i need to look at my grinder right now <laughs> yeah. can i just pop this out i don't think so sometimes they just press fit in and you can get them out like even a metal grinder a lot of times the screen will be at like a surrounded by a frame that's plastic you can just break it we have to get it out i don't know if i can open this one it's been down here a while <laughs> All right. We're at that point in the show, folks. I'm sorry. We got the like ending music kind of rolling now and the like, you know, mm -hmm. the credits have begun, but like I want to want to thank everyone in the chat as usual. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um wherever you found us, if it's on the the YouTube channels now, we're we're streaming to YouTube. That's cool. You know, you can watch our show on YouTube live or as a repeat on YouTube. So all these episodes will remain on our YouTube channel now. It's nice. A lot mm -hmm. of people are going to like that. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us. We love that. The in interaction between the audience live is super interesting. It's great. Um, I also want to thank some new pa new Patreons. <laughs> we got old Ronnie. What's up, old Ronnie? He thank messaged you. me last night. Good Way better than new, the new Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> the new Ronnie sucks. We like the old one. He's awesome. We got uh, F5THC. Thank you very much, Thank man. Thank you. You're awesome. Uh, we got Cervix. Cervix Masher. Whoa, Cervix Masher. <laughs> uh, uh, holy shit. <laughs> Cervix Bravo. Masher. Bravo. Oh, it's yes, it's a play. it's a play on words. I get it. It's <laughs> very clever. Oh, thank took, you, took sir. Me a minute. We yeah, some thank clever you. people. Thank you, man. Community. You're a funny dude. Holy shit. Thank you guys very much. Thank and you, all thank the, you, thank you. Everyone else who's still a Patreon, we love y'all. Thank you. Reminder, we have a Discord if you're not already in there. Come on and join us. It's like an AOL chat room that's just going all the time. So no fear, even if you haven't used the app before. I mean, if you're an old fart like me, just think of it like AOL chat room. You'll be fine. You don't even have to talk. You could just come and lurk and learn come stuff. And There's so much knowledge there. It's awesome. We will try to elicit some, uh, some, some interaction from you, though. So just warning, fair warning. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, talk. Until next week, guys. I'm going to post a link real quick to the Discord. Bam. That way it's in the show. Nice. Yeah, guys. If you're in the chat and you haven't joined on, uh, click on there, please. Yep. Giveaways coming up from Microblife. Yes. That's right. Keep an eye out. Um, and we have, a, we have a code from them now. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that yet because it's not active. According to them, it'll show. be active tomorrow. Really? All yep. right. So by the time you maybe hear you can't this, talk perhaps, about it. All right. Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Allegedly. Allegedly. I want to see it work before I mention it. How about that? Well, I mean, good. the code's going to be active, right? If it doesn't work, wait a day and try again. <laughs> Fair enough. The code is <laughs> CCMLH15. It's a mouthful, but 
you guys will get it. It's like like the podcast, Microblife Hydro, 15% off on their website. I think that any product you want, too, by the way. So crazy. And we'll yeah. get that. And if you, you want said, to know about their like incredible products, check yeah, out last our last show we did. One. We had it, Brett. Such a good show. We're gonna so bring fun. their their scientists back on too, like you said, G three. Like you wanted I'm to so do excited. that. Yes, I really, really cool. do. Coming soon, guys. Thank you very much, and uh, don't get caught.